0: Hello everybody and welcome to So What Happens Next? I am one of your hosts, Thomas. I'm Amber. And this week we are finally delving into the SmackDown to end all SmackDowns. It's Godzilla versus Kong. <laughs> you stoked to get some uh kaiju action going on this week?
1: Sure. Yeah.
0: Are <laughs> <laughs> you feeling prepared? Uh Yeah, for this one? prepared yeah. as I can be. Yeah. Um I'm not really 100% sure what to expect. I've definitely been avoiding spoilers left and right because it took us a couple extra days from release of this movie, which apparently, I just want to say to all you guys out there, like, one day does not constitute oh, it's fine to spoil this movie for everybody. Like, <laughs> the ducking and weaving I've had to do on social media and just on the internet in general to avoid spoilers for this movie is absolutely nuts. It, I'm sorry, it puts Marvel fans to shame. Like, it's it's absolutely bonkers this
1: shit is
0: so I did my best though I don't think I got anything spoiled for me more than you know what was already spoiled in trailers and whatnot so we are talking Godzilla versus Kong this is the fourth of the legendary productions MonsterVerse movies or whatever you want to Want to call them right? So they originally started with Godzilla 2014, moved on to Kong Skull Island, which was set in the 1970s, and then the latest up until now was Godzilla King of the Monsters, which is a direct sequel to the Godzilla 2014 film. And now you have this Godzilla vs Kong, which was teased at the end of King of the Monsters. So broad scale, what what are you expecting out of this movie, Amber? Before we dive into the list as usual and all that, are, are you do you have any particular you know? thoughts on this one going into it you know we we want you and i watched the three movies i just mentioned prior to this one and i've watched i spent like a month watching all the godzilla movies ever so i've watched everything minus like king kong 1933 la someone's gonna get late in college what uh what are you what are your expectations going into this one are you like eh, it's gonna be poop Eh? it's gonna be like a fight oh my god it's gonna be a fight, or it's going to just be like, you know, what, what are your thoughts going into it?
1: So, first of all, this movie is being streamed through HBO Max, and so we're not going to be watching it in theaters, Yeah. unlike the Godzilla King of the Monsters movie that we watched in IMAX, which was amazing.
0: Oh, my God, was it ever. that? And, like, I think that really changed my perspective on that movie, because, like, when we watched it the other night, I'm like, the monster fights are still pretty good like they're still pretty on point for that film like it's what I wanted but the human parts just really drag it down like it just it's all just kind of feels half-assed but double ass in how long it is in the movie so yeah. it just was very like ugh. but in IMAX ooh, I didn't give a fuck like and when they're in Antarctica that was fucking awesome but yeah, yeah so so do you think that you're going to have like a problem with this one watching it on HBO Max?
1: Well, after watching Wonder Woman 1984, which also was streamed through HBO Max, I noticed that it wasn't as good as the first one, which mm-hmm. I think it's because like the quality is not as great yeah. because they're not putting it out in theaters. That's what I'm getting from a lot of these like sequels that are being like streamed instead of like uh put into movie right. theaters. It stinks. It stinks. It's Thanks. So I'm not expecting like it to be as good as right. the last one. If it is like that, would be amazing. But I think there's just gonna be like less quality. Although we do have like the same characters, so that's nice. It's not gonna be like oh, we have like these random like people or whatever.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, you know, if if it's still out in theaters and we get all vaxxed up, then I'll happily go see it in theaters. I'm, I am w- I. I'm really upset that that we didn't get vaccinated in time to uh go see this one. First dose down. So everybody go get vaccinated if you can in your respective areas wherever you are listening. But yes, we are watching it on our TV at yeah. home. So hopefully the experience isn't too hampered by it. From the, the little bits that I've seen here or there, it that's how people watched it and it was great. Um so I can only hope that in theaters it'd be better. But To hopefully not spoil or hamper expectations based on the funky things I found, this list is a very weird one this week. Um, You know, usually it's like, oh, this guy directed this other movie and and whatnot. And this one, there's that, and it just kind of throws you for a loop. So, Amber, let's dive into our five things list here. Number one, as we said, this is a direct sequel to King of the Monsters. So though this movie has Kong in it, the previous iteration of Kong we saw was when he was described as younger, and was also take took place in 1973, mm-hmm. um, which that movie just has a great cast, which is weird. Yeah, um, <laughs> but more on that another time. So this movie is a direct sequel to King of the Monsters. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know, assumedly we're getting like Millie Bobby Brown and, and friends back in the in the show, <laughs> which the yeah, um, <laughs> the really threw me for a loop one was that the director of this film the only other thing I could find that was like remotely noticeable aside from this that I'm about to say was like the, the Blair Witch Project sequel that just kind of like came and went overnight Okay. but the main thing I saw that blew me away was he was the one who directed the live action Death Note show with Willem Dafoe and whatnot on Netflix.
1: Yeah as the demon or whatever yeah you know i'm something of a scientist myself
0: i never watched it but i i remember hearing that was like the thing oh, that set oof. these in motion yeah like, and using yeah, like the, a white
1: person as like like I, blatantly white like
0: i just remember it being this like that was the big oof territory of the netflix live anime movies that were around like there was this there was like then it spawned like full metal alchemist and, yeah and like, like bleach others. and yeah.
1: yeah it was it was not good <laughs> <laughs> a bunch of <laughs> poorly like um, done wigs yeah. and really poor acting.
0: I feel like live action anime is just a thing. It's hard to it's hard to nail.
1: I mean, yeah, I think so because it's already bizarre. Like, right. Imagine doing a live action JoJo. Not
0: it. Imagine doing a live action Dragon Ball. You know, it's yeah, not like we've true. ever Which done that. They we've have never, tried. Nope, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. We never. <laughs> They've never tried to make a live-action Dragon Ball. I mean, I feel like such a thing would be abysmally stupid and hardly follow anything of the original storyline. You know, it just just would be bad.
1: (laughs) Yeah, now they're trying to do Mortal Kombat, which I'm I'm like... I'm,
0: I'm admittedly down for Mortal Kombat. Like, I think Mortal Kombat is... Like like the original Mortal Kombat movie, I don't know if you've ever seen it, but it it's a it's self aware enough to where it's like, We're a fucking fighting video game. Like we're just gonna beat people up and gore you shit. And this movie looks like it's dialing it to eleven. So I'm like, that's fine. You can you can do that. Take your Mortal Kombat shit, dial it to eleven, and I'm here I'm here to watch Sub Zero and Scorpion just fight for two hours and then Finish him. But yeah, so he's directed a live action Netflix anime series. So I don't know. For me personally, I don't think that both. How do you even get
1: this job is my question. I am
0: super curious about that, and I am thinking about looking it up. If this movie is starts slowing down at all, then I might just start looking into it. <laughs> before we come back cuz i'm i'm really curious how he landed this one maybe it was just not a lot of faith put behind it you know like yeah. maybe they're like oh well you know king of the monsters did okay so like w- w- we have it kind of rolling down anyway it's already been approved and funded so let's just do it and mm-hmm. i don't know uh number 3 which is a thing i am super fucking excited for uh is that mecha godzilla is supposed to make an appearance in this film as some kind of major player here. So big robot Godzilla, which throughout the Godzilla sort of timeline has either been, and this is where I'm kind of curious, is, is it like the Showa era one where it's like an alien or aliens built to this evil robot Godzilla? Or is it like the you know other later series where it's like oh people built a robot godzilla yeah
1: like is it gonna be like like um, a gundam yeah
0: yeah no! exactly like is it like we're gonna we're gonna fight him up with, we're gonna we built we built our gundam our ava or whatever <laughs> and we're gonna fight the, the kaiju you know a pacific room is it like Pacific yeah. Room? is our fucking jaeger um number four is that kind of jumping off of number one is that we're dealing with like a fully grown Kong so like when we last saw Kong in Skull Island John C. Riley, who by the way is great in that movie and I, I'm like shocked that he's so good in that film tells the rest of the cast like oh Kong is just a baby right now like he's he's little which is you know it's kind of a big shock because Kong is pretty big um, so in this one he's fully grown and you kind of see that in the trailers where he does kind of have that like beard thing going on which, yeah. is, which is kind of cool um, and then number five, which I think is going to be the big plot point here, is that Kong seems to have a friend. Um, and by that, I mean Kong is, it looks like in the trailers, there's like a little girl who lives in this habitat with Kong, and they both are somehow connected or whatever, and she can communicate with him almost, seems to be what's implied. So, Amber,
1: mm-hmm.
0: with those five things in mind, build me the ultimate titan smackdown godzilla versus kong
1: so i think the plot of the movie is going to be at the beginning very similar to the king kong film with jack black and all those other people where maybe they're trying to like they are aware that monsters exist and you know kong exists and so they go to the island and I don't know if it's going to be like, oh, like, you know, for a film production or whatever. But they, you know, evidently bring him back for whatever reason. I don't know if it's because, like, the military could utilize that, even though they have Godzilla. Hmm. So I don't know why they would bring, you know, something like that back when they already have, like, all these other monsters. Because it seems like at the end of um, Godzilla, King of the Monsters, like, he's the one in charge. And everything's kind of like, you know in harmony basically right. is what they kind of say at the end but now i think you know they kind of throw that into a loop by bringing like kong in who's kind of like you know at the same level as like godzilla right. and so of course they have to like fight that out because like any other animal you got to establish like some sort of like sh- uh, social hierarchy right, right but right. like in this case kong probably just wants to go home like he just wants to you know be oh, left alone okay. left alone right um, on his island. Plus, he's got people to protect there. So it's kind of like you took the president, like right. from you know this like country or whatever, and nobody's there to right. basically yeah, everything's probably just like chaos or whatever. No, we had a king.
0: I thought we were an autonomous collective.
1: But yeah, I think, like you know, somewhere in there, they're gonna bring out Mecha Godzilla, and then I really am surprised they haven't done anything with like uh, King Ghidorah. Because, like, right. at the end, like, the end credits, right? like, they show that, you know, they...
0: Yeah, Charles Dance has the head. Yeah,
1: has the head. And they're obviously going to do some robotic thing with it, you know, right. try and resurrect it. So, oh, I'm just I'm like, is that, that but, where... Yeah. That's this Mecha... Is...
0: It's Mecha King. We're going to do... If this series keeps going, we, are, we better fucking do Mecha yeah. King Adora at some yeah. point. I mean, it's going to be Charles Dance or one of his disciples piloting a hybridized cyborg monster godora like mm-hmm. that's where we're at you know yeah. i mean that would be great like i would be so fucking down to see that
1: yeah depending
0: on how this neck yeah. goes
1: and i think with the human side of everything you're gonna have like you know two split parties so you're gonna have people on kong side like why did you even bring him here mm-hmm. anyways like you know he's not hurting anybody and then you're gonna have people on the godzilla side so you're right. gonna have like that clash
0: Oh, okay. So you think the do you think the human characters are gonna kinda mirror the clash between the two? Yeah. Okay. That's kinda cool.
1: Yeah, because like Godzilla's like representative of like the I guess in this case, like the US or whatever. US right. and Japan. Right. Like um, the, the
0: kind of the like the government civilization sort of sort of artificial order of things, right? Yeah. Like that. And then Kong is over your nature. Yep. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. he's like your pure nature, no border type thing yeah okay interesting that that, and that's like an interesting and if one
1: wins over the other that has different implications right so if godzilla wins it's you know still like pretty much the same as Mm -hmm. it was before but if kong wins is that going to like you know revert everything back to what it used to be because Mm -hmm. again they're different beings so they have like different rules and things like that
0: also as Kong like if Kong wins he's just gonna like fuck right back off to Skull Island and just exactly. be like okay guys have fun and yeah. like leave it and you got like Rodan and everybody fucking shit. yeah out. and that yeah, leaves
1: them vulnerable because again it's like taking out the president right, you don't right. have that person right. anymore that figurehead that's like in charge right
0: to keep everybody kind of in line in this case like, yep. you take the king away and there's just no king everyone's yeah. doing whatever they want that is interesting and I think it's far more interesting than mine because mine's just kind of derivative um <laughs> I, I so as I said, I watched like literally every Godzilla movie ever made between March you know first and March thirty first. Nerd! Wait, what? Um, which includes like like the the three movie and obviously Kong Skull Island. In preparation for this, of those like kind of doing like a calculation in my head of what they've provided me with, and then like what has happened in the past movies. I really feel like this is going to be very similar to Godzilla versus Space Godzilla. Like I think the plot is going to be incredibly similar minus maybe the uh you know Space Godzilla angle. Like I think what's going to happen is is I think it's kind of cool how you're like, oh, we're going to almost like pay homage to like the old school, like the 1933 King Kong and do like, yeah, we're going to make a movie. We're going to Skull Island. The only difference is we know what's there. So I think this movie is going to be kind of like Space Godzilla, except it's sub Space Godzilla for maybe Kong. And I think what and don't have a baby Godzilla, which is a shame because that damn thing is so fucking cute. But, you know, we're not I doing know. that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> or maybe we are. Who fucking knows? Um, Post credits tease. Anyway. I I think what's going to happen is, for those of you who haven't seen Space Godzilla, I think it's going to be, um, the humans are like, hey, there's going to be 50-50 split, kind of like what you said. except The split is going to between, like, we, we need to, we establish in King of the Monsters that, like, humans are titans in a way, like, compared to the others. Yeah. And I think it's going to be like the military or some group of monarch or something is going to try to be like, we need to establish ourselves in this hierarchy, kind of like what you said. And we need to put us at the top. And like that's implied Mechagodzilla, right? While the other side is like, what if we could like control Kong? Like they find this girl who has this connection to kong like how, how can we use her to kind of control kong to keep like godzilla in check and let's say at this point like the titans are still kind of like let's say they're kind of like a nuisance at best that's like very like in all those kaiju movies yeah Japan, like right?
1: they obviously don't know what to do um unless like godzilla tells them right. like if they you know wander over to a certain territory he's like you can't do that shit Right. Yeah. And
0: I think, like, they kind of imply that, right? At the end, like, good thing he's on our side. And they're like, yeah, for now. And I think, like, that's where you get kind of this interesting, oh, you know, it helped when we needed it. And I think that's kind of true with all those old movies, right? Like, the Japanese movies. is it's like, Godzilla comes and saves the day, but not after destroying the city or whatever in the process. It helped, but at the same time, if it didn't happen, he would just destroy the city. And I think we're getting a similar idea. So I think there's, like, part of the humans want to do, like, a let's control Kong Which in space, Godzilla was like, let's psychically control Godzilla or whatever so that he doesn't keep destroying our shit. And I think in this case, it's like, let's control Kong to kind of keep everybody chill and keep us safe. You know, keep the the Titans away from the cities and towns and stuff and whatever. Whereas Godzilla is just running free and they can't do anything about him. Yeah. And the other side's like, well, let's just build Mega Godzilla and fucking kill Godzilla and kill Kong and then we rule because there's no more king. I think the further bit of that is that instead of it being like the main cast kind of split, I think just based on the snippets of preview I've seen, I think it's going to be like our adult plot line, since that seems to be the way we're going here, mm-hmm. is like hunting for the way to control Kong and like trying to get Kong in to do that and like get him a fight. And I think the the other end with I guess like the kids though they're not necessarily like just little kids they're obviously a little bit older than that but like Millie Bobby Brown and stuff is them uncovering this like Mecha Godzilla conspiracy of like oh Monarch's been building like a robot fucking titan yeah. and they're gonna go kill people yep. like you know how is it better and I bet you the twist is going to be, if there is a twist, it's going to be this bad guy that they they hint to is like, yeah, I was going to let them get Kong, let them get Godzilla to beat the shit out of each other. One of them will kill the other. I walk in with Mechagodzilla and just kill the other one like no problem.
1: Gotcha. End of the day. Yeah.
0: Now we rule. And I think it's it's going to be a combination of like, how do we stop Mechagodzilla? Godzilla? Yeah. I think it's going to be a very interesting and maybe even convoluted way of like, how do we get to stopping Mecha Godzilla? Like in in the old school movies where he was a bad guy, mm-hmm. and then you get kind of the OG Godzilla versus Mecha Godzilla, where it's Kong yeah. and Godzilla fighting the robot one.
1: <laughs>
0: Who do you think's going to win? Since that seems to be the big question, right? It's like who wins? God, are you team Godzilla or are you team Kong in this one?
1: I think neither of them. If they're gonna try and bring in Baby Godzilla,
0: oh, you think Baby Godzilla is gonna come in?
1: No, but I think like they're both gonna die. But then somewhere there's gonna be like a Baby Godzilla oh, that emerges I see what you mean. and okay. becomes like the new Godzilla. Right. It's like starting a new, basically. Right. Yeah, and then, yeah, because I think obviously everybody would want Godzilla to win. Because there's, there's some Kong, Kong fans
0: Kong out there some, <laughs> I see a lot of people they're like oh. I know
1: I saw those like stupid memes where it was like Bowser versus like Donkey Kong right. it was hilarious
0: oh I think it's it's cra- it's like half of them are memes and I think the other half of them are like super serious where it's like I want monkey to win and then other people are like I want the monkey to win
1: yeah <laughs> or maybe they just fuck you know like, oh they just fuck
0: and it's over <laughs> that's where you get this they become
1: the power couple of the Monsters franchise
0: <laughs> you get like a horrible baby Maybe Godzilla monstrosity.
1: Oh, my God.
0: <laughs> yeah, no. No, I, I'm firmly team Godzilla. I don't see how Kong can win this, this one. I know. And I Godzilla
1: think has some shit up his sleeve. He could sleeve. shoot
0: fucking Atomic Breath. Yeah. Kong got and a stick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Maybe the movie will prove me wrong. But I also think what we're going... I think Godzilla's going to win. Not just because of, like favoritism on my part but i think they're going to establish kong as like old yeah because he's you know however old in in the 70s and now he's like a full-grown adult if not even kind of an old man like this like 1973 was was almost 50 years ago on top of however fucking old he was before which like at some point would have had to have been from the 40s so he's at least like 20 something mm-hmm. by that point um depending on that whole timeline. So he's kind of old and I think we're going to get to that. I think it's going to be like Kong the the whole Kong heart of the movie is that I think he's going to be like a father figure to the little girl. And it's going to be because he's the only Kong. There's no other giant ape. And he sees he can't have kids. He can't have no babies. So he sees this one as like his kid. And I think at the end of the end of the movie, Kong's going to make the sacrifice play and like pull the Tony Stark save his you know adoptive kid from either mecha godzilla or godzilla and godzilla's gonna sweep up and then like it's over um that's my thought and i think that's that's how they're gonna do it is like godzilla's gonna win purely because we're gonna set up that kong even if he wins he's old he's not gonna live that much longer anyway whereas godzilla's clearly lived for like god fucking knows how long Mm -hmm. like thousands of years apparently since we haven't really established anything else
1: for thousands of years i lay dormant who has disturbed my hey best buddy
0: oh it's you but yeah so amber are you ready for the kaiju smash of the century
1: i'm ready as i'll ever be
0: oh yeah (laughs) so if you guys will give us just a few moments of your time and one hour and 53 minutes of ours, as we go and watch Godzilla versus Kong. And we are back. Whoa! What a uh. Wow. Where do we even start with this one, uh, Amber? What what did you think of Godzilla vs Kong?
1: It was interesting. As always, the human part of the movie sucked ass, but everything else, like the monster fighting, was pretty good.
0: They indeed doubled the fuck down on the monster fighting. Like, it was great. Like, the fights, even though there was only maybe like three Kong versus Godzilla fights, there was like a solid, it went on for a good enough amount of time, it was satisfying as hell. And then you also have like, just the scale of it. Like, it's it felt a lot more like these are two monsters, like, these are two kaiju fighting a la the old, like, Showa films. You know, like, it felt like watching those 60s, 70s Godzilla films, but with the upscaled everything, like, you kind of want. This is also, I think we're just going to rename the whole show. uh It's going to be called the Thomas is Mostly Always Right show. Like, <laughs> you know. 60% of the time, it works every time. Because um, I almost nailed it, I think. With my prediction of this one. I was like, it's going to be like Space Godzilla, but it's going to go backwards, right? And it it almost went there. (sighs) Except there were no fucking aliens. And I'm really upset that there were no aliens in this film. Like, there should have been aliens. It would have actually made more sense if there were aliens, but no. So, let's just start off by kind of giving a quick rundown of what this film was actually about. So, from the title obviously the centerpiece of it all is that Godzilla is gonna fight gong uh, our movie opens on a really weird note uh you're presented with like this conspiracy theorist podcaster guy who works at this factory compound place right and he's saying that first off like he's like today is the day where I'm gonna reveal the horrible things that this company's doing and I'm like you're broadcasting this out. Dude, like, why would you do that before you do the thing? Like, it's kind of fucking stupid. Why would you say something so controversial yet so brave? But he works at a factory in Pensacola, Florida, where while he's uncovering secrets, Godzilla comes and attacks the factory and destroys it. And our sort of conspiracy theorist guy finds this giant mechanical eye underneath the compound. Uh... Godzilla. Everyone's like, oh, my God, Godzilla attacked us. Like, he's not our savior anymore. Oh, no. Which yeah. kind of leads into number one of our five things. That was that this film is a direct sequel to King of the Monsters. And everybody at the end of King of the Monsters was like, cool, Godzilla Yeah,
1: Team Godzilla. Right. But now they're, boo, Godzilla. Right. We hate you. This? Are they booing me? Nah, no, they're saying boo earns, boo earns. Because he's having... He's having a tantrum, basically. He attacked
0: fucking Florida. I don't know why
1: we're... <laughs> I know. Do we really care about Florida? Uh, but we... <laughs> anyways...
0: <laughs> but to our listeners in Florida, we love you. We're just kidding. But, um, yeah. He attacked and everyone's like, oh no, he hates us now. <laughs> and it's like, oh, wait a minute. And consp- it's like,
1: that's not how it usually works. Usually there's something going on, which of course there is. Which
0: bugs the fucking hell out of me because it's like
1: what is going on in there why what is taking
0: so long the only people that see this as like a godzilla was triggered and attacked us is the conspiracy theorist and millie bobby brown's character uh i think her name's madison in the film and it's like she goes up to her dad who is now from the previous film who is now like the head of monarch after Dr. Sarazawa's death.
1: Well, everyone's dead. Yeah, pretty much everybody's dead. But
0: he's, he's they, they, and they don't get to this until like way later in the movie when they're like director, you know, so-and-so. Yeah. And it's like, oh, he's the boss. I thought he just kind of was working with them, but I guess not. And she goes up to him and is like, Dad, you know, something made him want to attack me. And he's just like, shut up, you stupid <laughs> kid. You don't know things. Like, we just got to figure out what made our Savior, our Lord and Savior so upset. And I'm just like, but she just told you the, wait what and this is like you need to be in school which is a kind of a solid point like you're i think when we looked at like the actress is like 17 and i would argue she's probably playing a 17 year old or thereabouts because she's in like a high school setting yeah and i'm just like you probably should be in school how are you just is school different now like am i just too old at this point to know what it was what is, is like my experience in high school so different like we had a fucking guard at our high school like making sure we didn't leave this girl's just like i'm not gonna go today Like, I'm going to leave. I'm going to go hang out with my dad. And I'm just going to go home instead. I feel like she
1: can pull that, though, because she's like, my dad is director of Monarch that basically researches all of these monsters, including Godzilla. So, fuck you. And I think it's even more than that.
0: It's like, oh, yeah. um, Sorry, teacher. I'm not coming in today. I'm just remembering how my mom, like, sacrificed herself to save the planet that one time. It's a really tough day. I think I'm going to go. Like... The, the character that she's become in this film is, like, terrible. And it makes me kind of sad because she seems like a great actress. Like, she seems like she's got awesome skills. It just seems like this film series doesn't know what to do with her. Like, they're like, let's get Stranger Things girl up in front of the screen because we got her. And it's like, okay, have her do something along the main character lines. Make this a high school film. I mean, if you want. Like, they uncover this shit. But... No, instead, they just kind of make her a weird conspiracy theorist out of nowhere, and she like listens to conspiracy theory guys' podcast and like drags uh, her her Australian friend from Deadpool Two, the kid from Deadpool Two, to go, and he's like kind of just a little wimp. Obviously, she's the one like running the show. Yeah, he's a total simp. Oh yeah, no, he he's simping for her heart. Yeah. (laughs) Um. Yeah, they take them and they go meet conspiracy theory guy. And they have a whole B-plot, basically, where they uncover Mechagodzilla that could kind of be, uh, you know, eliminated from this film and you really wouldn't.
1: Yeah, which Mechagodzilla was fucking... Like Oof. crazy compared to like previous movies, right? Where I'm just like, oh, okay, it looks like a mechanical, you know, version of Godzilla, like a little right, toy, right, right. But no, this was like, let me obliterate like you, and it was right. just right. This crazy. was like
0: serious mech monster kind of going on, yeah. which is pretty cool,
1: like, yeah, like on par with Pacific Rim, I would say,
0: yeah, it's very Jaeger.
1: Bum-bum! Stick over here! Oh.
0: <laughs> like a monster Jaeger. It's not like shaped like a person as much as it is shaped like Godzilla it looks to resemble Godzilla. But it's almost like if you had like a metal skeleton version of Godzilla instead of having all the chonkiness and like <laughs> win and just like, you know, destroyed the city and shit like that. Um so that's like the B plot, which is like you know, all two hours of this movie that that's it. That's the whole B plot. Uh they uncover that like Mega Godzilla's Operated it, like this evil company that he worked for was the ones that built it, and the whole running deal is like we were going to build Godzilla to fight Godzilla so that humans can be on top again. Uh, called it and um, like pissed off Godzilla, so now Godzilla tried to kill them. In the meantime, there's like the companies enlisted Alexander Skarsgard and this other biologist who's studying Kong to mm-hmm. go to the center of the Earth. Very Journey of the Center of the Earth, this movie. like, There's a lot going on there. Um, And they're like, use our way too advanced technology, like hover cars and shit, uh, to go to the center of the Earth, acquire this power source um, that powers all the the Titans and uh, bring it back so we can have this awesome, super cool, clean energy source or whatever. And to do this, they take Kong because they're like, oh, genetic memory, blah, blah, blah. And Kong goes to the center of the Earth to, to leads them to the center of the Earth. Uh, he, yeah. And that they find it, and Kong fights Godzilla. It's it's like describing it anymore is just like describing the fights, right? Yeah. Like, it, you know, they go to the center of the Earth, there's monsters there, Kong fucks them up, then Godzilla bores a hole to the center of the Earth from Hong Kong, and...
1: Yeah, like, he yeah. finds him, and he's just like, like, <laughs> into the ground.
0: And everyone's like, the fuck? And then Kong, like jumps up this gravity well or whatever the fuck it is and they fight i
1: don't want to fight you flash i wouldn't want to fight me neither Exactly,
0: and it's like it's cool like it it, it was really cool the way they did stuff it's just like like amber said the the human plots are just kind of like whatever and i yeah. think this movie especially the scars guard plot line, like it's fine being whatever i think the only things i hate is the little girl or not the little girl i'm sorry the daughter the CEO man's daughter who like tags along.
1: Yeah, which was like pointless because she just ends up dying anyways and she's like basically double crossing Skarsgard. Are you kidding? And the, the other
0: the scientist. When they're on the aircraft carrier and, she's, and Godzilla comes attack and she goes, dump the monkey. You know she's dead, Amber. Yeah. You know that woman is only here to die. And she gets crushed like a fucking Coke can. Like You done messed up, A.A. Ron! It's like she's trying to escape in a hover car and Kong's just like, oh no. <laughs> and just like blows it up. <laughs> and he kind of has this satisfied as shit look on yeah. his face when he does it too. And I'm like, that's great. Uh, I did like the little girl though. Um, Which is on our list, and we'll just jump over to number five real quick, is that, on our list of five things, Kong has a friend in this film. Uh, So when we're introduced to Kong at the beginning of this movie, he's in, which I, I don't like that they did this, but like, it's fine, but I don't, I wish they gave us a little bit more of a buffer here. So Kong Skull Island... When uh, John Goodman and everybody, they discover the island, it's sort of this, it's in the middle of this storm, mm-hmm. this perpetual storm that's masking the island. It's hinted at in this film that because they use the helicopters to cut through or some shit, that this resulted in the storm encroaching on the island. As a result, they Monarch built like a hollow deck for Kong on the island and the only survivor of the native people is this little deaf girl who can communicate with Kong via sign language and later which I thought this was cool like it was the exact level of crazy shit that I needed was Kong being the sign languaging gorilla yeah like Kong channeling the inner Coco and just like signing back to them on the boat and they're all just like, what the fuck? And the little girl's like, oh yeah, I, I taught him that. And they're like, "Win!" And she's like, well, he didn't want to talk to yeah, you. Yeah,
1: all those times that I was by myself basically hanging out with a freaking right? like gigantic monkey. Which I'm just like, when that happened in the first part i was like where is your mother like where is the, <laughs> where is well, the parental she died in supervision? a
0: storm that's what it that's was that's true
1: but i was just like where is like parental supervision here because this is like not the norm basically right. and you're just having her hang out with this like big ass monkey and you're just like oh everything's gonna be fine i was just waiting for him to come out and just start like smashing people yeah but he seemed pretty chill so i was like okay this... i'll go with it i guess
0: and it's weird because this movie did a really good job. Like, so when we went in, like we were both—I'm pretty sure we were both—like Godzilla's gonna win this fight. Like, mm-hmm. you know, it's gonna be Godzilla, and <laughs> we're not wrong. Like Godzilla wins, if you want to call it that. Like for the most part, as far as the versus fights go, they get their hits in, but. Godzilla comes out on top, I think, two to yeah, one.
1: Yeah, he's just fueled by his fury.
0: Yeah, and, you know, like any good Versus movie, they team up against Mechagodzilla at the end, yeah. and, and they, you know, agree to disagree and fuck off. Yeah. Right? It, it kind of is almost like a Godzilla rules the surface world, and Kong ultimately goes to live underground, because one of the things Monarch is like, Oh, yeah, like Kong. Uh, and this kind of covers the rest of our five things. A couple more of our five things. Is yes, Mechagodzilla's in this movie, and Kong is fully grown, which is like a problem because he's too big for the holodeck now. Yeah. And it's a constant storm on Skull Island. It's never going away.
1: Yeah. Like it obliterated the people yeah, that were living dead. on there. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And it's just Kong and the little girl, all that's left. And it's kind of like, okay, like I kind of get some low key, like Godzilla versus Destroyer vibes because it's like, oh, this. Incident happened on Baz Island and it killed all the monsters except Godzilla and Godzilla Junior. And like we're not going to worry about any of them, like they're gone. And it's just like, oh, okay, like fine. And it's it's very similar. It's like Kong and this little girl all stuff because Storm killed everybody else. Um, and like yeah, it, it, I kind of wish though that it was more like let's revisit Skull Island and then maybe have like everybody dead or whatever, but just like have this girl like hanging with Kong. Like, do you like Tarzan? Like, I kind of wanted a Tarzan thing in this movie. Like, this deaf girl lives with Kong, and like speaks to him in this kind of made-up sign language, Tarzan style. And then they do all the other shit, right? Because yeah. the whole bit was like Skarsgård. And I don't get this. Skarsgård wrote a book about the Hollow Earth, which I don't understand why he's such a quack in this movie, because, uh, whatever, Miles Dyson's character as a youth was like, I wrote a paper about it and John Goodman thought it was great in like the mm-hmm. 70s. Yep. And they prove it yeah. in Skull Island. They prove that the Hollow Earth is real. They have actual objective data that they got from the bombs that says there's this hollow. 40 plus years later, they get sucked into the Hollow Earth. <laughs> like, to go to the little Godzilla temple. My lord, is that Gun? Why is Skarsgård seen as a quack? Did they just not tell anybody after the world almost fucking ended that like, oh, the kaiju li- like travel traverse this like Hollow Earth thing, and the whole idea is that like Skarsgård's brother, you know, very center of the earth, like tried to go into the Hollow Earth and there's some funky gravity shit going on, just killed everybody. Yeah. And of course the hover cars cannot deal yeah. with that, which they should have been aliens. I'm sorry. They got these crazy hover cars. They built a giant fucking robot dinosaur. Yeah. Like, the fact... I was wa- I was like, oh my God, we're going to go old school. And we're going to be just like the OG Mechagodzilla film. And it's like aliens built Mechagodzilla to kill the other kaiju and like, take over the world. And all their crazy shit-ass technology. Like, all of it. Perfectly in line. They have, like, a fucking tunnel that runs from Pensacola to Hong Kong in, like, a couple hours. Yeah. And it's just like... Oh, shit. Yeah. They're aliens. And they're not.
1: No. They're just- or it's not even like they're using, like, alien technology, like, in Pacific Rim, right? Oh, their technology advanced so fast because they, you know, utilize, like, the kaiju. Right. Right. To be able to create weapons, you know, better weapons yeah, and yeah. just better technology overall. This, it was just like, oh, we have it. And I'm just like, but how within a span of like, if this is a direct sequel, right? Like a few years? Like, what?
0: Yeah. Like, so, because <laughs> I think in King of the Monsters, they reference it like it's 2019. Yeah. When that film happens, they're like, it is 2019. Yeah. This is like two years later or so, uh, two, three years later. And they're just like, yeah. Yeah. We can, f- we have hover cars yeah. that can. They have, like, inertial dampening technology or some bullshit that just, like, reverses gravity so you're fine. And I'm just like, what? <laughs> <laughs> like, what the fuck from where? <laughs> why do you, Why do you, this random company, have this shit? Like, no one's ever heard of. And, so, like, the company's whole thing is that they actually want this energy source to power Mechagodzilla. Because they can't keep Mechagodzilla running long enough to do anything. Yeah. Uh, Millie Bobby Brown and the gang find up. Uh, this like weird little testing coliseum for mechagodzilla where he picks up one of the skull crawler things from skull island and just lasers it in half casually yeah. like mechagodzilla is pretty fucking cool in this yeah. movie i'm not gonna lie oh my god he's so goddamn cool like it's not my favorite design like i personally like the third iteration of mechagodzilla from the uh godzilla versus against mechagodzilla film which does something similar. Like, that Godzilla goes crazy. Go crazy? Don't mind if I do! (laughs) And, like, they use the bones of the first Godzilla to build that, and that one goes crazy and is like Mechagodzilla, right? It's like, I am now super robo-Godzilla. I will destroy stuff, and I'm also going to do it really fucking well. Which, of course, happens in this film. Because they use the two, apparently, remaining Ghidorah heads two they put one in Mechagodzilla and they have one wired up to all these cool RGB wires Mm -hmm. right Uh, it gets so much FPS it's not even funny Uh, and (laughs) so like the I guess the the podcaster guy drops that like the Ghidorah the way King Ghidorah functions anatomically is that instead of sending signals from each head down the neck and then into the next head it had some kind of telepathic deal going on so it communicated between the three heads telepathically and so they're using that with the bones. It's science. Uh, to to operate Mechagodzilla. And they have Mr. Serizawa, which they never go in depth with that character. Like, is he related to Dr. Sarazawa? Is he just happen to have the same last name? Like, what is his fucking deal? It pisses me off that he's not the main villain. He's just there. Yeah. But he's like the Jaeger pilot. Yeah. He drifts with the head and controls Mechagodzilla. And it's like, cool and then of course what happens is basically it's like it's kind of one of those those jokes where it's just like oh yeah actually it's kind of like Ghidorah takes over Mechagodzilla and just fucks everybody up and I'm like okay I guess it's there but it's cool fight like that beam struggle between Godzilla and Mechagodzilla yeah that was awesome like right before that happened I was like Oh man, there better be a beam struggle in this f- film, and like two minutes later, they're like, and I was like, "All right, we're good. This is <laughs> this movie's solid." But um, yeah, I. Uh, what are your thoughts? I guess on 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 the Mecha Godzilla twist. Before we get too much into the actual Godzilla versus Konging that goes on in this film, with Mecha Godzilla being a quote unquote twist. I mean, everyone knew it was coming. How'd you feel about? That I mean, were you like satisfying that? Like you know where it's going? Were you like, oh, I kind of wish like one of these two guys died? Like, (laughs) um, you know, what what were you thinking was going to happen here with Mecha Godzilla?
1: I don't know what I was expecting. Like, I think it made sense that hey, we want to create this machine that basically allows us to become like, you know, the top dog. Yeah, because Godzilla is like there's a lot of issues with having godzilla around i mean he destroys shit like every single time (laughs) and they have to rebuild everything and then hundreds of people probably thousands die whenever these things occur um he's just kind of like a nuisance at you know some points like yeah he gets some out of like deep shit when it's like the fate of the world you know
0: (laughs) right Which is like his problem too Yeah. yeah
1: yeah So, I can see why, like, it went in that direction. I was, like, totally okay with it. But I would have preferred if it was, like, aliens instead of just, like, oh, everything's being controlled by, like, Hinkadora. Mm -hmm. Like, the head or whatever and, like, the conscience. Like, they didn't really go into too much information about that. So, I'm just kind of like, that was a little bit confusing.
0: Right. And I do... And I will say, I feel like this movie could have actually maybe should have been a little bit longer like this is one of yeah. the times I will say like just a little bit more like exposition especially on the Mecha Godzilla front yeah and this is kind of my complaint with the B plot uh, uh, the Millie Bobby B plot um, <laughs> is um she her and the gang the conspiracy gang here are like infiltrating these places that obviously have minimal security and don't give a fuck about these people running around but it's I, I can suspend disbelief on all that shit My problem is that they don't really do anything like Mechagodzilla would come around anyway. You could have had the human characters doing that. The other human characters doing this. Like I feel like the, your movie either needs to be longer and like deal more with what the hell's going on there. I mean, it's kind of my complaint about King of the monsters, right? It's like double down on Millie Bobby Brown or get rid of her. Like you pick one, right? Like either if you're going to have her be like such a main character in these films, have her doing more stuff that impacts the plot more. Because I care more about... You made me care a lot about Kong. I was kind of shocked at how much this movie like humanized Kong. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't really care about Skarsgård. I care more about the lady scientist. I care a lot about the kid, and I care a lot about Kong. And like that sort of group, I want to follow them. I want to see Hollow Earth. Yeah. I want to see what they're doing with Kong. Uh, and I and you do you get to see when he finds the axe with like a Godzilla scale in it and 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 all other cool shit that happens and he charges it and I'm just like yeah fuck yeah let's do this thing mm-hmm. like he's got he's got the Stormbreaker axe like Thor let's fucking go. This is just... <laughs> it just keeps getting cut up by this conspiracy theory plot. And though it pays off, I guess, in that you get to see some cool God- mecha Godzilla action, I feel like you're right. Like, give me some explanation. Where did you get the Ghidorah skulls? Were there just two left and Godzilla actually destroyed one? Yeah. Is this some result of, like, Charles Dance's one head? Because there's only, like, one confirmed surviving head at the end yeah. of King-, King of the Monsters. Unless... Godzilla just vaporizes one and left the other two on the ground like okay
1: yeah but we don't get any exposition on that it's kind of just like oh like it happened it's there but we're not gonna take the time to explain like how we came right to that point point. and I think that's a little like irritating to me at least because in the first movie we spent like a lot of time you know going over at least some of the exposition and then here it felt a little bit rushed I guess
0: yeah. And Which I, guess,
1: I expected because, for sure. yeah, again, it's on HBO Max. It's not really in theaters right now. Um, yeah, so it's just, yeah, it's kind of just there.
0: Yeah, I get, and I mean, that's what everybody, like, cried out for. At the end of the of Godzilla 2014, at the end of King of the Monsters, everyone was like, give us more monster yes. bites. <laughs> and this movie delivers. Like, yeah. I, I, it totally delivers. Even the little bits where Kong's just like, no, you don't fucking touch my people, and just, like, smashes this flying snake thing against the mountain. Like, dope, I'm down for that. But at the same time, I think there is a degree of, like, I need that exposition. Even if it's stupid bullshit, I need more than just a, you know, don't try to understand it, feel it, crap. Yeah. And I think, like, that's kind of where these movies, I think, could really draw from the old ones. Like, I think about, especially the run, the the Heisei series from, like, the 80s and 90s. Like, even when it was, like, nonsense. Like, Godzilla versus King Ghidorah, that time travel in that film doesn't make goddamn big <laughs> sense, okay? It's <laughs> probably one of the worst time travel movies ever because it yeah. just doesn't track. But they still just explain it. Like they tell me, Oh, we went and we took the old the dinosaur that turns into Godzilla and just dumped him in the ocean. He's there. And then when he comes back, they're like, Oh fuck what? And it's like, oh, it's because like where we dumped him, we ended up dumping a bunch of nuclear waste. So he's back. It doesn't really make any sense because as you know there's a dinosaur there. But also <laughs> But like in the in the world of the film it's fine, you know? Whereas in this they're just like Oh fuck! What do we do? And then it's just like, oh, let me take this whiskey that's like really important to me and just dump it in the computer instead of hacking into the computer. And like, Mechagodzilla is defeated. And I'm just like, huh? Is that it? Like, that's it? You, you, Mechagodzilla was defeated by like a belt of whiskey? That that's the movie? Because yeah. after that, it's like Kong and Godzilla beat the shit out of him. Yeah. And it feels more like you wrote yourselves in a corner. You made the Super Godzilla that Kong and Godzilla couldn't defeat mm-hmm. when it's so simple to just be like Kong can't beat it Godzilla can't beat it but together they could beat it that's your movie why are you making this extra steps of like I yeah. can't deal with it Um. so you know it, it's there I guess like it's fine I, I don't think I'd ever be asking for more human plot in a Godzilla movie but there it is um, <laughs> I think just a <laughs> little bit more exposition and I don't mean like any more than maybe an hour if even that I'm not asking for the Snyder cut. You know? <laughs> so, Amber, like, what do you think, aside... Well, I mean, I, I have my own complaints as, like, the big Godzilla fan here, but, like, what what is something you would have liked to have seen in this movie that, would, that you didn't get? I mean, I, I personally think it would have been cool, like you said before, that they were aliens, because I think it's that extra step. My problem is, like, in every other Godzilla movie with a Mac that humans make, it's like a good thing like they're like we built Mugira we built Kiru we built Mega Godzilla, to fight Godzilla because he he keeps fucking her shit up and everyone's like awesome great (laughs) we have a robot to combat Godzilla in this movie they're like no don't fight Godzilla and I'm like but why like you bring up a great point Godzilla's kind of a nuisance and so (laughs) I think it would have been really cool to be like we built this and then the evil twist is that we're fucking aliens and we're gonna use it to kill you now yeah and that's where Kong Godzilla team up but um What is something like you would have wanted to see in this film that like you didn't get? Or or if you guys could tweak this film and make it more like that much better. Because I think this was, was what, floating around at like a 70-80% online right
1: now? Yeah, I kind of wish it would have been like Mecha King Ghidorah instead of like a Mecha Godzilla because that would have made more sense, especially where everything ended in the last film where you had that one guy, he had somehow gotten the one of the heads yeah because so i was just like okay it would make sense if he had partnered up with this guy in you know this movie this guy who has loads of money or whatever um and they created like a king gadora or revived right king Ghidorah basically that would have made more sense to me and then maybe somewhere have like you know how they got all these like technologies and stuff it could have been from aliens right. like somebody from the alien race is like oh hey like i'm just an advisor or whatever and then right. like you're like, sarah's yeah exactly yeah. Yeah. You're alien. And then at, made very, at the very end he's like oh no like i'm not on your side like right. i'm here to like destroy the human race and that's where you have like godzilla and kong having to come in and basically uh save the day like once again right
0: yeah, I. Oh my god, that's great! Like, <laughs> and it, it, it tracks right because that's what you get in the '80s, '90s films. Yeah. Like the Mecha Godzilla or Mecha King Ghidorah happens. They built Mecha King Ghidorah with future technology, and then the very next film or so, one or two, either, I think it's like Mothra next, and the one after that, they're straight. They get the Mecha Ghidorah head, the robot one, and they're like, finally, we can beat Godzilla, and they build Mecha Godzilla out of it. That's your progression here, man. Like you build Mecha King Ghidorah in this film. And you just follow the same progression, like you think you can control it, and then it turn- the other two, you know, non-mechanical heads, or however you want to divide the heads up, you know, take over, it becomes this, but it's like a super Ghidorah, and so you have to now have Kong and Godzilla set aside their differences and fight Ghidorah, you know? But
1: wait, there's more!
0: Then you have maybe Mr. Sarazawa question mark, from Planet X, or whatever the fuck they're from in the other movies. You know escape kind of like uh BD Wong does in Jurassic World, yeah, and then just have oh, him like yeah, right, and then just one. have him be like, It's okay, I have plan B, and he puts down like the mecha Godzilla plans, yeah, and like that's your next Monsterverse movie, yeah, you know?
1: yeah, because like that obvious like plan obviously failed right so it's like time to move on and that could lead into like a different movie and right. yeah and it would
0: be cool because it'd be like oh apparently mecha king Ador, like king Ghidorah is not good enough we need to fight fire with real fire and like, yeah atomic breath with atomic breath and that's where you get <laughs> mecha godzilla in your in your what fifth movie i guess it would be yeah i totally feel that and i think the alien angle is great I think it would have totally fleshed out this Mr. Serizawa who's just there. Yeah. Like, he's, he has maybe, like, five lines in this whole film. And, like, one of which is just protesting the CEO, who's like, you get in the fucking robot, Shinji. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like this is essentially what it amounts to, and it fries his brain. And, like, okay. But, yeah, no, I, I agree. I think as much as I loved the Mechagodzilla fights, as much as I loved seeing Mechagodzilla in this film... I would be more than fine getting a Mecha King Ghidorah here and just waiting one more film to get Mecha Godzilla. And your next film can just be a straight Godzilla versus Mecha Godzilla. Yeah. You know. And I think it would be fine. But no, I don't get that. So, like I said at the top of the show, I watched like everything that exists on Godzilla more or less with this with the exception of rewatching that god awful fucking anime that happened and the Matthew Broderick era Godzilla movies or Godzilla movie and show. Um, but I watched all those, including the past four MonsterVerse films uh, with you, Amber. Or I'm sorry, three MonsterVerse films um, with you, Amber. So you watched those with me. So it's Godzilla 2014, Kong Skull Island, and Godzilla King of the Monsters. Including this film, where would you stack this? Like, where are you? How are you stacking those movies? Like one, two, three, four, and where is this one falling on that scale?
1: Oh, this one's probably like the fourth one so i oh, would put okay. yeah godzilla king of the monsters godzilla and then kong skull island and then this one
0: why would you say something so controversial yet so brave wow explain yourself please because <laughs> i feel like there's a whole world of people out there including me across from this table that have hard to disagree here but with some of the some of your list but what's your reasoning
1: well the first one i saw on this like MonsterVerse was the last one um mm-hmm. king of the monsters and that one was really cool because we saw an imax so that probably right. <laughs> has a big you know impact on my um ranking and then i never got to actually see godzilla right like the first one right so when i saw that i was like oh this actually helps with my understanding of how godzilla came to be and mm-hmm. like basically how he turned you know, from an enemy to someone that they could kind of like rely on or they had a better understanding of like what he why he does the things he does. Right. And then uh Kong School Island was pretty good. It was pretty fun, but it was, you know, campy and whatnot. Yeah. Um I think it was kind of ruined because they originally had that one King Kong film. Uh
0: oh, the Peter Jackson yeah. film. Yeah. Okay. So, you, it was ruined for you because of the Peter Jackson movie?
1: Yeah, because of the Peter Jackson movie. Oh, okay. um okay. So, I wasn't... Like, I didn't go see it when it came out. Right. And I only saw it, like, w- with you. Right, right. Um, after you convinced me to. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. That one was, like... It wasn't bad, but it just wasn't at the top of my list. And then this one, yeah. I feel like it's good. Like, here's the thing. Like, <laughs> they're not bad at all. Like, I would watch it again. But... I definitely see kind of like with any movie that's like coming out now that's like oh the second to you know the first Mm -hmm. like Wonder Woman 1984 it's not the quality is not really there and it's probably because it's not coming out in theaters you're not gonna have like a bunch of people like watch it Mm -hmm. but yeah I can I can just definitely see that there's like some stuff that's lacking obviously that we've discussed so far.
0: Wow. Okay. That is not, I'm, I'm surprised by this. I didn't, I'll, I'll be honest. I didn't know what I was getting into when I asked the question, but I didn't think it was that.
1: Oh, okay. Do you
0: think, do you think then, since you mentioned that, you know, the only one of these you've seen in theaters is King of the Monsters and that's at the top of your list and we did go see it in IMAX and all that stuff. So do you think that if and or when we have the opportunity to go see this film in theaters? do you think it will score higher for you? Like, do you think that'll change your score? Or do you think you're like, nah, it's still, like, nothing's gonna save this one. It's the bottom of the barrel for me.
1: Yeah, I don't think it's gonna save this one because when I saw King of the Monsters out, it just had, like, a different effect on me. Like, it was so cool seeing all the different monsters Mm. and, like, even, like, the theatrical, like, music and stuff like that. Like, I remember specifically when things, like, went dark when they first saw Godzilla, I was just like, holy fuck, like, that was amazing. Just, like, the music paired with, like, the um, like, with the effects and everything, Mm -hmm. it was just, like, like, they obviously put a lot of energy into it. Right. And they even had more characters, like, in the last one that we did not get to see in this one, so that was kind of disappointing.
0: I am a little, you know, you you bring up good points. First off, the music in King of the Monsters is fantastic. I I think it's easily peak of all these films. I mean, Kong Skull Island has a good soundtrack. Like, they do the 70s music really well, and they don't... They get a little close to beating you over the head with it, but it's at least not like... I don't think Fortunate Son happens once in this film set just after (laughs) Vietnam, which is like kudos to them for not fucking beating (laughs) that dead horse. But, you know, King of the Monsters, Bear McCreary, I believe is how you say his name, uh, is the one who composed music. He also did the music for uh, God of War, the video game. And, um, I mean, the guy, like, really went to, like, okay, let's put, you know, Japanese sounds in this film. And not just that, but, like, let's actually take some of, uh, you know, the original Godzilla film's score. Like, the music. Like, Godzilla's theme is the same. He, like, reorchestrates that theme with more, like... Uh, traditional, you know, uh, Japanese instruments and whatnot, and like has it going, and it just it pumps you. Like, and like watching that movie, I totally agree. Like that stuff is memorable. I couldn't hum a single tune from this film, and like it wouldn't play in my head. Yeah, and I was actually a little disappointed that we didn't even get like Godzilla's, like original theme once in this film. Right? Yeah, like it never happened um and i get that like you know kong originally came out in 1933 there's probably not a whole lot of memorable kong music to throw around here but it did this felt like it was close but trying to be something new that yeah. just didn't really stick the landing for me I think if I had to put these movies in order, I think you kind of convinced me. I think I like King of the Monsters best. And I know like not everybody feels that way, you know the whole oh the human plot sucks and whatever. And it does. It's not great. Oh, there are yeah. totally notes I would have to change that. <laughs> but King of the Monsters would definitely be my number 1. I'm kind of in it's really hard to pick, but I think number 2 would have to be Kong Skull Island because like it it's like you said, it's campy and it's fun. And I think those two things are like exactly what this monster verse needs to be. Is like it just if you have some movies that are campy as hell, but like also kind of have that action over the top action, like Skull Island, awesome. If you want to go with the dark world ending foreboding shit, like King of the Monsters, that's cool too. Like it doesn't feel like they're disjointed, it feels like they're all part of the same universe, but it's just different style. Number three is definitely Godzilla versus Kong. Um, But I, when we watched it, I gained a lot more appreciation for Godzilla 2014. Like, you were like, oh, I like this movie. And I remember, like, in my head, I was like, what? (laughs) This is okay, I guess. And you're like, this movie's really good. And I'm like, huh. So I kind of, like, started paying attention to it. And I think, like, as a natural disaster type film, it's really good. Like, it's not Shin Godzilla good. No. But it's, it's. I see what it's trying to do, and I can appreciate it for that. I don't think it's a fantastic Godzilla film by any means, because it is kind of slow. There's a lot of human stuff, but you're you're not watching the film through Godzilla's eyes. You're watching it through the humans' eyes, which this movie definitely starts to steer away from. Where it's like, no, nah, it's the monster. We're watching, yeah. <laughs> but it does it in kind of interesting ways. Like it's like we're gonna do it through Kong's eyes, which are humanized enough to you know work. As opposed to, like, Godzilla fighting people. We're just going to make Godzilla kind of like a superhero, you know? Yeah. But yeah, I think it'd be King of the Monsters, uh, Kong, Godzilla versus Kong, and then Godzilla 2014, as far as the MonsterVerse is concerned. I will also say, that I believe this was supposed to be, like, the last MonsterVerse movie um, that we were going to get, at least with Godzilla in it, because of some kind of copyright issues, which is where all the hashtag... Uh, continue the monster verse or whatever it is oh, stuff I came see. it's kind of coming on the coattails of the Zack Snyder Justice League mm-hmm. bit um, I guess and I guess legendary has actually like acknowledged it um, and has said that like, they do have some ideas for continuing monster verse it's just a matter of if they're gonna do it but with the, like, sheer success of this film, which is wild to me that this film is so successful, like...
1: Yeah, like, it broke the box office uh, for the pandemic. <laughs> yeah, there, it was like, this is the most successful
0: pandemic film ever come on. I'm like, yeah, because, like... And it makes sense, because, like, with Tenet, you know... Disclaimer, we fucking hated Tenet. Go listen to our episode on Tenet if you yeah. want. But, like... That is not your blockbuster save the theaters film, especially in the middle of the pandemic when there's no vaccine and nobody's like going to go.
1: Yeah, and it's just like people don't want to like sit there and watch something like that. That's supposed to be super serious and super like confusing. Like you really have to like watch it and like think about it. Even then it's like I don't even know what the hell happened like half the time. Right. But you want to watch something that's just I don't know a little bit uplifting I guess or yeah. that's like easy to like that's it's to easily, easily entertain yeah. you yeah it's
0: an easily di- and this movie is an easily digestible monster mash for like two hours yeah and Tenet was like a three hour long like cerebral thought pro- attempt to be thought yeah. provoking and I
1: mean we're already like fucking tired I mean right. we've probably all like been stuck inside for like pretty much a year over a year yeah. right now and we're just like you know it's Yeah, I can't imagine anyone wanting to go through that. Yeah.
0: Like, it just, everything's been stressful enough, and now I gotta, like, sit and really ponder this film. Maybe I just want something that's, like, you know, over the top, Monsters fighting, good guys win, everyone's chill. Yeah, that's all I
1: need. Like, I just need something like nice like that to watch to get my mind away from everything else that is going on. This movie ends (laughs) on such a
0: positive note, too, because it's like, okay, Godzilla's like like Kong is the shit beat out of him. Like with this wolf, like Godzilla beats the fucking piss out of him. Axe turns out barely does anything to stop him. (laughs) Um, You should have gone for
1: the head.
0: You know, there's a bitching scene where like Kong pops his dislocated yeah. shoulder back in on a building. It was really cool, but you know, Kong Kong is like beaten, and Kong does not give up. And he's like, "I'm going to fight you, Godzilla." And Godzilla, you know, after they beat Mechagodzilla, they tear that motherfucker to shreds. Like Kong looks at him and's like, "Okay, we're gonna fi- <laughs> we're gonna finish this right now." <laughs> and Godzilla like looks at him and he's like, "No, nah, we're cool." Because like at, there's a couple spots yeah. where like, Kong saves Godzilla from Mechagodzilla. And it's just kind of like, we're cool. And Kong, I kind of liked it because the whole sentiment for Kong was, I want to go home. Yeah. This whole thing, the whole film is I want to go home. But they're like, one, we can't because Godzilla will come and kill him, like he tried to do on the boat. And two, he can't live on Skull Island anymore. The holodeck is too small. So where's he going to go? And you have this kind of great ending sequence, which I've read in a couple places was supposed to be a post-credits bit. Oh, Um, but everyone's like, I—they're pretty. The consensus seems to be, what was the post credits is just the ending, which is Skarsgård and the biology woman and the little kid in the hollow earth, center of the earth, where Kong is just living. He's kind of king of the center of the earth, you know. And Godzilla's, assumedly up above. Yeah, and it's just like, okay, cool. Like that's fine. I actually feel perfect. It's weird that it's like this movie is satisfying, Mm -hmm. you know. Like if this really is the end of the monster verse, okay. Yeah. That's fine. Like I, I can deal with those four movies. You wanna give me a Mecha King Ghidorah movie? Or like a Alien movie or something? Ooh I don't know why, <laughs> but fun. I feel
1: like having like a monster plant yeah. would be just like really cool. Well, um, okay,
0: okay the, then. It'd be really
1: campy, but it'd be pretty Final cool. question
0: then what what if there was gonna be one more? one more monster verse film mm-hmm. you can't just do kong versus godzilla 2 no and let's say you can't do mecca king Ghidorah either okay what do you want that film to be
1: it would either have to be biolante or space godzilla <laughs> something that is so crazy yeah. like that it's just like so campy yeah but it would be so entertaining if it was done right. Like, Ooh, yeah. if we had, like, Space Godzilla, that would be fucking, like, great.
0: I'm just Because I actually enjoyed
1: it. that one. I love Space
0: Godzilla. Space Godzilla's yeah. fun. Like I, I like, I think it's fun because you have, like, the baby Godzilla for a little bit. And I think the human... I think Space Godzilla has my favorite human story. Yeah. Because it's, like, you got the grizzled guy and then the two newbies. And yeah. then you also have the B-plot with the mob. Like, it, it's there. It's, like, this is good enough. Like, this is yeah. fun. Yeah oh man but a Biollante, like i feel like that'd just be just to, i just want to see the like monster version of the super ginormous fucking plant monster like yeah. that would look so goddamn cool
1: just have del toro come and do some creative design on that and you got it. yourself a it. monster plant <laughs> but at the same time like
0: just i'm just like reimagining like a space godzilla like a crystalline like modern godzilla mm-hmm. maybe get rid of the weird shoulder spikes yeah and like just change all his spines to like some kind of crystal thing give him them like gnarly ass teeth like he does like yeah i just think there would be, like be, be a really great. cool design there man that's really tough to top i think i have to agree on space godzilla uh would definitely be one of my picks or probably destroyer okay. i think i would say a destroyer movie would be pretty cool it'd be kind of tough because it'd just be like, oh, another kaiju monster thing. Or maybe even go so far as to be like, destroy is like our attempt at genetically engineering a kaiju as opposed to like building a robot. That's not a real
1: monster. Right. They're like,
0: (laughs) oh. (laughs) But like, you know, they try to use, like they introduced the oxygen destroyer. Yeah. So they might as well go full full nine yards, make the destroyer, and like they made it out of some prehistoric whatever, and genetically engineered this monster that goes yeah. crazy at the end, you know. And you know, they have to defeat it and all that shit. Like that's your movie. I just think like Destroy is also a badass. So it's just like would be cool to see this kind of shape shifting monster running around. Um, let us know, guys, what you guys would think uh, if you if you get one more monster verse film. Uh, what What would you want it to be? Do you agree with us? Are there other choices out there? I mean, we kind of are sitting in the 80s 90s films, obviously with our picks, but there are plenty of other films that have happened uh, that many monsters can make a debut. However, final question of the day, Amber, standard out of ten, and would you suggest people watch this movie for Godzilla vs Kong?
1: Yeah, so my rating would be probably a seven and a half. And I would definitely recommend people watch it. Again, it's on HBO Max. So if you don't really have anything else to do, like it's still a pretty fun movie to watch. And I know most people have watched it and um, liked it. Yeah. So <laughs> I, mean, I would it's definitely recommend fresh
0: it. on a certified fresh on Rotten Tomatoes or whatever. Yeah, and it there
1: is, are definitely so. other ones that have recently come out that were not certified fresh. Yeah. And that I would steer clear from. Oh,
0: yeah, looking at you, Wonder Woman 1984. Yeah. <laughs> um, which, go listen to our episode on that if you want more thoughts. It's It could have been great, but it decided it didn't want to be. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I
1: love you talking about movies like that. Well, it, it decided did, it, it didn't want to be great. <laughs> it didn't
0: want to be great. It had a great, it, it wanted to be too much. And I think it's because, as far as that movie goes, I think it's because the Snyder Cut was around the corner and they're like, fuck it, let's make it two and a half yeah. hours. And it's like, it doesn't need to be. But it decided to be anyway, so fuck it. Yeah, so yeah, this movie, I, I think I'd give it an 8. I think I'd give it a solid 8. And that's really the things holding it down are... Just the way that these films are treating Millie Bobby Brown. Like, I feel like this times, Especially in Stranger Things. Like, when the drama in Stranger Things kicked up, I'm like, wow, she's good at this. And then these films just kind of have her as this edgy teen... And I'm like, I feel like there's, like, it's kind of wasting this person. And I'm like, give her something to do or don't have her here at all. Yeah. Like, it's weird. King of the Monsters suffered from the same thing. It's like, she's there and we're barely going to do anything with her. Yeah.
1: I mean, there was a lot more that had to do with, like, her mom. And I guess, like, her parents' dynamic. And even, like, the military. There was a lot more, like, done with them. Right. And I would have... You know, appreciate seeing more of like what, you know, Monarch is doing, right. what the military is doing.
0: And I think this is the same exact complaint I have with that movie, in where it's like she's just that little extra bit that's a little too much. Yeah. To where I either need more of the, like, a bigger portion of it all being about her and whatever she's doing, or I just need that taken out. Yeah. You know, and in this movie, it's there, but I don't really care as much. Like, it's tough to get the dynamic of that group. I get that Deadpool 2 kid is like, you know, the lackey guy following around. But then like, who's the boss? The conspiracy theorist guy? Is she bossing him around? Why is she bossing him around? Why isn't he doing the boss? Yeah. Like, I kind of wish that they gave us more of that, but it was these two kids kind of like stumbled into this adventure with this conspiracy theorist guy, right? Like it just sort of worked out. But no, they make her kind of the boss running the show, and it doesn't really track well because we still never really learned, like, why she can do this shit. We were just sort of told that her mom, quote-unquote, trained her. Uh, I don't get that. Maybe the Nola Holmes movie is is somehow enlightening to all this. Maybe she's not a great actress or something. I don't know. Um, or maybe, like, she's really good at comedy. I have no yeah. idea. But. Um, yeah I feel like if you're gonna have her in the f- in these films you need to, I- this character anyway in these films give her something to do Yeah, um, and I think that's like kind of the one thing that's holding it all back the whole conspiracy theory B plot was really lacking for something that was building to Mechagodzilla that I feel like you either could have shoved in your A plot or just elaborated on um, so yeah solid 8 though like it's monsters beating up monsters and I mean it's it's doubling down on that from King of the Monsters, and I'm like, that's cool. Like, that's fine. That's all... It's what I wanted. I wanted Godzilla fighting Kong. I didn't want some highbrow intellectual nonsense. I didn't want to sit here and think hard. I wanted unabashed fan service and and just a monkey fighting a lizard. And I got it. And I got a robot, too, which made me feel pretty cool. Like, <laughs> awesome. I still think it's my third favorite of these movies. You know, it's not my top, but but it's It's good. I would definitely suggest people watch it as long as if you like these types of things then I would totally say watch it because there's nothing you can't really go wrong with it. You're not going to be like if you think too hard obviously you're gonna be like this doesn't make any sense. <laughs> it's like the movie is literally not asking you to. Yeah. It's like hey, we know this is campy and dumb, like just go with it. You know, whereas you have something like Tenet to kind of show the irony I guess more here where it's like you gotta really think about it, but don't think about it. You just gotta feel it. And it's like we're 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 aiming on the high intellectual end, but we don't want you to really, you know, nitpick this. Whereas this movie's like, nope, mm-mm, it's a monkey final a lizard. <laughs> you really shouldn't think too much about this. Yeah. Like, there's nothing going on here, and it's enjoyable. Um, so I would definitely say say watch it if you get the chance. So Amber, what do we have going on next week?
1: So next week, we're going to revive an old lost tape, if you will, (laughs) that due to, you know, complications that we had, uh, we weren't able to put out initially. And so this time we were able to actually go back with um, guests that we had on for this particular episode and we'll be doing a Clockwork Orange
0: That is right. So, one of our, at least so far, hopefully it stays that way, two lost episodes, uh, A Clockwork Orange. We're sort of revisiting it for like a small screens. Uh, Amber here had the brilliant idea of uh, just using the small screens platform to just, why don't we just talk about this film? And thankfully, the guests that we have on for that episode are willing to come back and just shoot the shit about A Clockwork Orange. So, it was originally a traditional episode like this one. What do we think is going to happen? And then let's talk about it. But you know, it kind of worked out really nice. It's a fun episode where we talk about some really interesting shit about a very interesting movie, and it's our, like, second step out into the Kubrick-verse, you know, coming off of our first episode ever. But until you get to hear us talk about what we talked about but what you didn't hear us talk about as far as the Clockwork Orange is <laughs> concerned, I am one of your hosts, Thomas. I am Amber. And this is So What Happens Next. We'll see you guys next week.